0: Hum is an all-natural line of vitamins and supplements with clinically proven ingredients that are pure and potent, gluten-free, non-GMO, and sustainably
1: sourced. Their wide range of science-backed formulas address specific beauty and wellness concerns like our personal favorites, Glow Sweet Glow for glowing skin, Mighty Night for a more restful sleep, and Wingman for after a wild night out. Shop for Hum
0: online at humnutrition.com, Sephora, Revolve, Dermstore, and more. All right, Kirby.
1: How's it going? Uh, it's going, you have been traveling I have been So I feel like I haven't seen you that much I know, but it was really only but like But it was like three days Three days. So whatever. <laughs> Hung out with San- Santa Claus I did Chris Kringle The
0: OG Santa who like does the Macy's Day Parade Oh cute Yeah, like um, his name is Bill <laughs> <laughs> Children Yeah, I know, I was, that's what I was oh. going to preference
1: oh, Don't warning. Let- <laughs> Yeah, warning <laughs> Santa Claus' real name is Bill <laughs> Just you were
0: wondering. He like is such a good Santa. Just like I don't know if you saw his picture, but he looked like and he was like so lovely and sweet. Um, but I feel like he probably makes a lot of money.
1: I mean, if he's like the dude for Macy's, yeah, then yes. Yeah. I always have wanted to go to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because I feel like it's just... Same. ...so much fun. But then I talk to people that have done it and oh. they're like, it's a nightmare. Yeah, because like, they, cold pro- they have to get up
0: at like three. Yeah,
1: it's like a whole ordeal. Yeah. But it I, seems fun. I feel like... For Kirby tries, I would love for Macy's to sponsor an episode putting mm-hmm. it out there and have me walk in the Macy's Day Parade holding like a giant Snoopy balloon, <laughs> <laughs> like having to like wrangle the giant oh, Woodstock yes. or like uh-huh. Snoopy or Elmo or whatever the hell it is. Kirby
0: tries to be a balloon wrangler. I
1: mean, I think these people actually get trained to know what to do because remember, there was like a balloon that went MIA one year, and Did it? yeah. It, it it just had a mind of its own. I feel like you would be good
0: on like a float or no. you know, Oh my God. You know I what they should do, what that. Kirby Tries should do is you should be one of the Rockettes because don't they like, <laughs> they perform every year. Never going to happen. <laughs> they would actually like, they'd be like, why would you curse us like this? I would pay good money to sponsor that.
1: I would pay good money to put me on the Sesame Street yeah. float. Yeah. Just put me next to Elmo. Yeah. That's all I want in life. We should go one year. Oh my God, I would love to go. But um, So you're back. I'm back. Living your best life. Yes,
0: and it was super fun because it was an event with Macy's where we kind of like kicked off the holiday season. So now I am like, I mean, I love Christmas, so I'm just super excited now.
1: I know. I feel like Christmas has already begun. I know. Which we'll get to in a sec later in this app. But let's kick it off with some beauty news. So, Sarah found this link and I think it's really interesting. It's a good conversation to have, especially about the state of makeup. We are constantly saying no more brands. We're done. We can't, like, everything looks the same. There was actually a really amazing article on business of fashion this week. If you guys, love beauty and you want to know more about what's happening in terms of like the landscape of like the beauty and cosmetics world and the fashion world for that matter, get a business, a fashion membership. It's the best money I ever spent. We split it. Yep. Sarah and I split it. We're really psyched about that. But, um, are we allowed to even say that? Are we allowed to do that? (laughs) Yeah, no, because Business of Fashion is going to come after us. (laughs) Sorry, Business of Fashion. Cancel your subscription. It's one of those articles that was really well written and it was about – the state of the beauty industry and how like are there too many brands Mm -hmm. and basically the theme of the article wasn't that there's too many brands it's just there's too many brands that won't be remembered yeah like there's nothing differentiating anybody anymore everything looks the same is this the
0: one that you you instagrammed and then you instagrammed cheryl's yes where it was like there are too many eyeshadow palettes yes yes that was it Yeah, exactly. We have been saying that for the past, however long, Los Angeles has existed now. I know,
1: and I I think we're going to look back on this time in cosmetic history and think, why were there so many eyeshadow palettes? Like, I don't get it. I have so many, and every day I feel like I am overwhelmed because I'm like, what palette do I use or should I use? Mm -hmm. And then how am I going to get through all of this within their expiration date? You won't. That's why I really like the Charlotte Tilbury palette. I went yeah. to Nordstrom this week and I bought another Bello Sophia palette mm-hmm. because, first of all, the one that I had, I swear to God, it was so expired. I think I've literally had it since 2014. Yeah. Like I should Where not it's have like been it. It's on, like lost its shimmer. Yes. The so. glitter was just like falling out of it. One of the pans was completely gone because I had cracked yeah. it. So I was like, eh, you're 32 years yeah. old. It's time yeah. to get your life in order. So I went and got a new one, but it's Four shadows. Yes. I know what I'm doing with them. I'm and they not- all, they're all complementary. Yep. And they're going to all hit pan around the same time. Yeah. Like I'm not going to have to worry about being like, when am I ever going to wear this color? Yeah.
0: Did you get the La Rachel Zoe holiday palettes? No. That they sent? they are the cutest. They're four pan, uh-huh. like really tiny, just this big, maybe like. Three inches wide and they're like 15 bucks but they're so cute when I looked at it I was like this is exactly the size of a palette that I need and would use within expiration date totally you know and I was like this is really smart of them
1: I have to agree I like this is a different tangent this is not even the news that we're supposed to be talking about but I bought a Charlotte Tilbury like under eye concealer Mm -hmm. it's very small it's like very lightweight and it was like $32 or something but honestly this looks great on my skin and it's not so much product that I'm like when am I ever going to get rid of this totally I I feel really bad when I have to throw out products that are expired, but I still have a lot left of. So I think that there's something, I think maybe we'll start seeing a shift where we're going to see like smaller amounts of products that right. you can actually get through. Because there is a sense of accomplishment when you get through something. Absolutely, I And just, it just
0: really, it kind of proves to you that you really liked the product as well, right? To, exactly.
1: Yeah. That you consistently used it. Yeah. I don't know. But on that note, this retail dive article, it's, it's about makeup sales declining and it's a really interesting article about the state of makeup and you know if there's a burnout specifically with cosmetics mm-hmm. So the article goes to say that Piper Jaffray, uh, which is an investment bank um, that has analysts that do research on investments, they said that Ulta is dampening its guidance. And I wish that you guys could have seen Sarah and I like Googling what the hell dampening its guidance meant. You guys in finance out there. Yeah. I'm like paging Mary Dillon from Ulta. Like, what do you what are you saying? If if Maddie, (laughs) my friend is listening, who works for a VC firm, she was probably going to laugh at our explanation of this. Yeah. Can we get you on the podcast? Honestly, (laughs) What's happening here, but guidance, I'm hoping we have this correct guidance is information that companies disseminate to shareholders in an effort to indicate and project future performance. Right. So apparently Ulta, which is usually a top performer, they unexpectedly lowered its guidance for 2019 this Thursday. And they said that they were citing that quote unquote headwinds in the U.S. cosmetics market um, were the reason why. Mm-hmm. CEO of Ulta, Mary Dillon, who I think joined the company in 2013-2014, she said on a conference call with the analysts that the cosmetics category, which makes up about 50% of the retailer's business, failed to live up to the company's expectations for the period. So with that being said, the article goes a little bit deeper into you know how much the decline has happened And why? And why? Like makeup continued to decline in Q3 and the category will likely end the year with negative performance. But then... Yeah, but then... They were saying that skincare has increased. Yes. And... Which is like not surprising. Totally. I mean, because now people are realizing... The importance of it. Yes. Like skincare needs to be the first step. Mm -hmm. Um, And
0: then they also noted that teenagers are now... More invested in their skincare
1: and starting skincare regimens at a younger age. So, like, this is one of the stats. It says according to the NPD group, prestige makeup as a category in the third quarter was down seven percent over last year. Skincare, on the other hand, rose by seven percent. Now, to me, seven percent is not that much. To be completely honest, like, if I saw that in the third quarter it was down seven percent, I'd be like, okay, yeah. And (laughs) like,
0: I have a question. How much of Ulta's cosmetics are considered prestige. That's a great question. And like when you are determining what is prestige and what's not, like how how
1: do you determine that? That's a – I think that's a great question. When I walk into an Ulta, I think that there's like very clear separation. Totally. So it's like when you go to the Ulta on La Brea and Santa Monica Boulevard, when you walk in the door, you see right in front of you all the hair stuff and nail stuff. To the right is prestige. Mm Mm-hmm and like fragrance and body care. And then to the left is all mostly like hair tools, the salon, and then mass, right? It. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's like kind of how I see it and I feel like a lot of times when I walk into Ulta's, they are all almost similarly set up. But then I don't know because like sometimes I walk in and then there's just gondolas of product right when you walk in. Like you'll see Benefit, you'll see Tarte, like right. you'll see all of these like more, you know, mass, Mm -hmm. or not mass, sorry, prestige brands, like, Mm -hmm. right in the middle. Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: I, I guess... It probably also depends on who is shopping in that specific location, Mm -hmm. what their top sellers are, but yeah, sorry, can you... No, no,
1: I, like, to that point, I just think, like, it's interesting that being down 7% is like enough to make people concerned but i guess because it's a trend that makeup has been consistently mm-hmm. going down that people are like okay listen we've got to we got to reroute what we initially told you guys in terms of the growth here but i think it's actually making a case for the strength of skincare the consumer they want to be experts in skincare they want to know every ingredient they want to know how to apply product the right way, what to mix, what not to mix. And I, I mean, I'm thrilled about that. I'm glad people are actually taking like an active part in learning about their own skin and, and making the right choices for it. But I'm reading this article and one of the things that it says is that while it's not easy to predict shifts in consumer behavior, this analyst notes that beauty cycles tend to last three to four years. So by her account, Mm -hmm. the hyper spending in cosmetics started probably around 2013 or 2014 and then started moderating by about halfway through 2017. So that means currently the cycle we're in, Mm -hmm. we're already like two and a half years through it, which I find to be super interesting. So like in a year and a half, so what, that's 2021 yeah. what will we be experiencing then? I mean, I love that people analyze this stuff and actually Absolutely. do the research to see how consumer habits are changing right. and evolving. But
0: well, I feel like
1: and this, this article talks a lot about
0: Gen Z, which is kind mm-hmm. of like who now brands are focused on because they are the ones who are going to be spending a lot of money on cosmetics um, and skincare in the next decade. And they're basically saying, so like we said earlier, they're, you know, starting to use skincare a lot younger than they used to be. And as a result, not wearing as much makeup as they used to, as we used to. Uh Like I was so excited to buy makeup and wear makeup in middle school and high school. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that they are, which is great because there's a lot more honesty with, you know, you see them on Instagram or Kirby uses TikTok now. Love TikTok. It's the best. Um, Yeah. So it said here that teens who wear makeup every day has fallen from 53% about a year and a half ago to 38% in the most recent report.
1: Yeah. I think maybe that's because if they are informed about skincare, maybe it's helping them. Right. Maybe they don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, So then
0: it says the increased use of skincare is cannibalizing some makeup usage and so then it becomes a self-reinforcing cycle. When consumers start to feel better, they feel less need for coverage. And so less makeup is needed. Yeah, I just wonder. I yeah, Like you said, what is that going to be true for the next 10 years? Probably not.
1: I don't know. I mean, I also think when it comes to Gen Z, brands are super... It, when you think about the brands that we knew about when we were in high school, they are brands that I still think of. They're, Covergirl? A, like what? Benefit. Oh, Benefit. There is a power to n- having this name recognition early. It's true. Right? Like I you- read in Allura magazine that uh-huh. I needed this pineapple facial polish from Benefit. So I like literally walked into Sephora and got it. I knew about Sephora as the OG beauty store because yeah. I heard about it when I was a teenager. So, like, So you feel like brands like
0: Huda and Becca, those brands are what Gen Z will remember when they're like in their... 20s and 30s? I don't know. That's a great
1: question because does Huda cater to to Gen Z? I'm thinking like Colourpop for Gen Z. I'm thinking like Glossier. Right. But I... Yeah, no, definitely. But like, I don't think that... I think
0: Huda, because they're so big on YouTube, probably has a young demographic as well. Or like people are asking for Huda palettes for Christmas, probably. Oh, you know, you know, Jeffree
1: Star too. Oh my God. Yeah. Jeffree Star. That's it. I feel like that Jeffree Star, whatever your thoughts are, we're not going to go there, but Jeffree Star, his cosmetics line, people collect all of his products and I think when I talk to people, like when I go to beauty events, it's like the Jeffree Star look. Mm-hmm. They love to promote the fact that they have Jeffree Star, that they're using a Jeffree Star lip gloss, like that that they have the packaging. I don't know. This, Interesting. This conversation totally took a turn.
0: It did, but it kind of segues into our other news. True. Which is... Jaclyn Hill Cosmetics officially has a relaunch date and she also shared a new collection of products that she is going to launch with.
1: Okay. So did she launch already? It hasn't come out yet.
0: Oh, it comes out November
1: 26th. Uh Who? Oh, the reason why I thought that was because she had a big ass party. Right. At her mansion that she's renting for apparently $10,000, which, Hey, Jacqueline, can you confirm or deny this? Come on the podcast and tell us, please. I would love to know what's (laughs) happening. Um, But, you know, okay, we've talked about Jacqueline before. We've talked about the fiasco that happened with her original launch. And as a human being that has empathy for other human beings, I got to say, I know that you're (laughs) laughing about this. That is a worst case scenario. Right. Nobody wishes that upon anyone. I don't think that she ever intended for anything like that to happen. It was like
0: a nightmare. Yes. It was
1: like the worst of the worst. Yes. And I'm sure that she is a perfectionist and that when all of this transpired, she was like, how did I fail so badly when I thought I had it all under control? I would actually love to just talk to her and be like, Me too. What happened? Because she's explained it on YouTube, but yeah. I think a lot of people are like, Listen, I I know that you have this long video, but I kind of need more... Like, concrete. Like concrete. Just, a, just like breakdown. Yes. What exactly happened? Like, was it just a quality control thing and you guys were in a rush to get stuff out? Was like, it like cost yeah was it caught co- like what was it yeah. because i think transparency like i've said a thousand times really does make a difference mm-hmm. but that being said i think the constant dragging of Jacqueline hill like can we stop like right. please i'm i'm begging you like this yeah. isn't a, a human being she is probably not perfect because nobody is but I'm t- I'm really tired of getting online and seeing people just constantly coming at her. Like, now they're coming at her because, like, so she's launching uh, highlighters. Yes, which, is, which she should have launched with. Correct.
0: Correct. I would have... We all... Because you associate Jaclyn Hill with champagne pop. That's yep. just, like, that's what it is. Yep. And... That's what she did so well. So it like only makes sense that she launched highlighter. Totally. So very excited about this. Very excited about this.
1: I I want to try them. Same. They look great. There's they different look formulas. A lot like Becca products. Oh, do they? Don't you think. So, look so, at it. So this is funny. Yes. Okay. So this is funny. You say that because the chatter on Twitter is that the packaging looks a lot like Becca packaging. Okay. And people are curious if like. The formula is like Morphe formula. Is it like, what does it actually feel like? I personally want to try all of the highlighters. Same. I,
0: so, okay. Yeah. So there are f- three, 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 sorry, three, So mood light luminous powder comes in five shades. Okay. The accent light highlighter palette, four shades per palette. So there's the accent light highlighter palette comes in the flash and then it comes in the flare yeah. and then beaming light, loose highlighter, which comes in five shades. That's a lot of highlight.
1: So one's a palette, one's a loose powder, mm-hmm. and then there's another loose powder.
0: And then there is a loose highlighter. So I think the luminous powder is like... A setting powder? I think it is okay. setting powder. And then the light loose highlighter comes in five shades. And then, sorry, she has three different brushes.
1: Yes. So there's three different brushes for each yes. highlighter. Okay. So total highlighters here...
0: Well, if you can, yeah. If you count the powder, the luminous powder,
1: I don't know. I'm a little confused. Okay, there's a
0: powder, there's a palette, there's a loose highlighter, and then there are three brushes to go, one for each of the products. Okay,
1: great. So
0: I want to try them personally. Same. I am that girl. I want to try them, and I know we're not alone. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's excited about this. I think
1: people are excited. I know a lot of her friends in the YouTube space like rallied behind her for the launch. Uh, Candy Johnson was at the big dinner, so it was like Nikita Dragon, I think, Crispy. So like there were a lot of big names that she invited. Um, I remember the last time with the lipsticks, she didn't get the press kits out in time, Mm -hmm. like the PR send, so nobody was even able to try them. And I think people use that also as ammunition, like why didn't anybody get to try them? Mm -hmm. I think that she's trying to revamp herself. I guess I'm curious. Do you guys think it's too soon? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, or maybe, maybe she was already developing these. That's what I think. So she said in her YouTube video that she had been working on these since the beginning of 2019. And I'm in like 1000 Facebook groups about yeah. beauty. And <laughs> so then why didn't she just wait to launch this? Why did she launch her lipsticks first? Maybe they were ready more quickly. Cause and this is the thing. And I will, if anybody is an expert in product development and like getting products on shelves and stuff i would really be eager to hear your take on this but people are like apparently from like the time that jacqueline you know produced the lipsticks to when she sold them was like five weeks and for me i know that it takes longer for like uh conglomerates that own you know brands to produce stuff like that but like ColourPop can
0: push out stuff
1: into like a, you know what I mean? So like that doesn't really bother me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not like worried about, it's like, and also it's different. I mean, we learned from April that skincare products can be made in six hours. So it's like, I'm not that worried about that to be completely honest. But all of that being said, yes, I think that she's been working on the highlighters since the beginning of the year, perfecting them. Maybe lipsticks were done first and she decided, listen, I want to launch now. Maybe that was the big snafu. Maybe her aha moment is like, I should have been patient. Yeah. Who knows? But I'm very eager. We're should very... we order these? Should we order them? Are, do you have it? No, no, I don't have it. Um, should we reach out to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, I want these. Yeah. I want to try them. Well, for those who are wondering how much it costs, so there's a brush bundle for $54. The beaming lights, all five of them with the brushes 120, the individual mood light, accent light, and beaming light duos with the coordinating brushes are 49, 59, and 39, respectively. Thank you to Shay Simmons again for
1: the reporting. Okay, so um, they are like mastige? Nah, ooh. Prestige? What are they? Sounds
0: it seems prestige to me. Yeah. Prestige prices. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for her. November twenty sixth. Let's try to get our hands on these babies before then. Yeah, and Jacqueline,
1: if you wanna come on Los Angeles. We would love that so much. Come on while I, you're still in LA. Yeah, we want Yeah. We wanna we wanna shout it up. We'll so. come to your mansion. mansion. <laughs> we'll come <laughs> to your mansion.
0: Great. Okay, now we're gonna do What's on, on your face?
1: face? Woohoo! All right, Kirby. Sarah,
0: no, Sarah, what is on your face?
1: <laughs> what is on your face? Okay. What was on your face? What
0: was on my face? It was the Naturopathica Sweet Cherry Brightening Enzyme Peel. I
1: freaking love Naturopathica. I love this peel. So I love much. all of their stuff. Okay, I know. so Okay, talk you've about tried, it.
0: You've tried this before. Yeah, this is so one of my favorite masks. The first time I tried this was during a heyday facial. They put it on me and I was like, what is Did you just put on me? It smells like something that I would just like want to lick off my face. Mm -hmm. So it smells like a cherry jam. But not superficial. It's, it's it, if you look at it too,
1: it looks like preserves. It looks, it like, looks like cherry yes, preserves. Cherry pres-
0: that's one thousand percent, and that's what it looks like when you put it on your face. Yep. So it's it's a clarifying face mask that's made with cherry enzymes and lactic acid. It just smells so good. It's
1: light though. Yeah. It's not like right. overwhelming.
0: Right. So it's got sweet cherry puree, which apparently cherry helps with aging, signs of aging. And then the lactic acid also helps with your appearance of wrinkles and other signs of aging. And then it also has the alpha hydroxy fruit acids. So it's like an exfoliant. I love using this um, when my face is, like Kirby said, or, you know, like we were talking about, I've been traveling a lot. So my skin has kind of been a little bit angry and just gross from all of the plain stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Plain stuff. (laughs) Air and grossness. I, by the way, have totally become Lysol uh, wet wipes lady on the plane. Like, I
1: mean, I need to be that person. It's
0: just like I can't not when I think about how quickly when you watch the plane come into the gate and then them get off the plane and then you get on. It's like a matter of like two minutes and you're like, there was no way that they no, – No, I'm going
1: to – you're so right. I need to go stock up on Lysol wipes.
0: Yeah. Like I'm like, these people are going to think I'm probe but like I don't
1: care. It's I mean there's a there was a photo on either Facebook or Twitter recently not to do with planes but it was like oh. the subway system in New York Ugh. and like a guy put the one of the poles that people hang mm. on to between his butt cheeks <gasps> what <laughs> and I was and people were like people hold on to that and and then some guy like commented like My lip accidentally grazed one of the poles in the subway system. And I'm like, this is why I'm sorry. I could not live in New York. I would never, never take a subway.
0: Why are we as a country like this? I don't know. We are so disgusting. We are so
1: gross. It's like horrifying. Get get a life. (laughs) Don't put poles between your butt cheeks on the (laughs) subway you're shitting me <laughs> anyway literally
0: are you shitting <laughs> me? I mean
1: they're trying to at least oh my gosh sorry but back
0: to the peel. back to the peel um so it's I just yeah I like to put it on my skin when it's feeling a little angry or when I just feel like I need a little boost um yep. and I leave, leave it on for like five minutes and then apparently it's better when your face is still a little wet so they suggest using it in the shower mm. or like I don't know if at, you have one of those like humidifiers at home to basically just like kind of sit in front of it. But basically, you
1: don't want to let it dry out your face before you take it off. Got it. Yes. It doesn't burn or does not burn like that. No. It's very light. Right. And I think that we're starting to see a bunch of cherry... Themed beauty products like Pharmacy came out with that very cherry bright 15% clean vitamin C serum. Oh, I guess cherries is a great form of vitamin, vitamin C. C? Huh. But I just want to state for the record that, like, Naturopathica has been doing clean, good, natural. clean, natural beauty since. Forever ago. Yeah. They were doing it before it was a trend. Right. And before people really actually cared. So if you are looking for like a brand that puts yeah. its money where its mouth is.
0: And I'm pretty sure, were you at the event? Would you meet the founder? I met the founder okay. and she's lovely. She's like a botanist, right? Like oh, yeah. She has like so much experience with plants. Yes. And plant actives and all that. So like every product I've used of Naturopathica is it's just like so beautiful. And sometimes my skin can react when I use like clean beauty products yep. like when it's just a little bit too natural I don't know what it is we talked about well, this
1: well this is because they also they're it's like very strong it's strong but also they're like we use alpha hydroxy acids like yeah that's the thing I'm right. working on their website right now and they have like an argan and retinol wrinkle repair night cream so like right. they are using actives that people need in their yes. routine but they're making it free of other crap with also really potent yeah natural ingredients which is my jam which I think is awesome. The other thing I was going to say, guys, is like I am truly obsessed with this one cleanser of theirs. Oh, it's the cleansing balm? The Manuka Honey mm. Cleansing Balm. Mm. That stuff smells Delightful. almost even better than the Ooh. cherry to me. And it's because I do feel like I'm actually putting like the the good honey. Right. Not like out of the bear. Yeah. Sorry, no. bear. but like, No bear honey. No bear honey. But like the thick, mm-hmm. like almost milky colored you want it like textured yeah Mm -hmm. and it just oh my god yeah but i also love the oat cleansing facial polish they make great products guys yeah look into them i'm I'm a huge fan so same yeah and sarah also posted that she was wearing it this morning oh yeah
0: in case you saw um, our instagram where i look like i dumped my face in uh, preserves
1: That's what it looks like, right? I love it. Um, Okay. What's in your eyes? (laughs) (laughs) What's in your eyeballs? Okay. I am a Lumify stan. If you You are not familiar with Lumify, they are like the new eyeball whitening (laughs) drop on the market. (laughs) You're laughing, but like I... It's true. No, I use them too. This is my number one step every day. I wake up, I look in the mirror, I open my yeah. medicine cabinet and I put the eye drops in before I even brush my teeth. Oh wow. And I buy this seven point five ounce. Is uh, that the big one? It's the big one. Yeah. It's thirty dollars. Just trust me, get it. The normal drops that are like two point five or fifteen. Oh. I've had people tell me you can buy them at Costco, like get two of the big bottles for thirty. Oh. So like make Costco membership great. Um you guys, these are great if you cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or me? if you, yeah, me <laughs> me as well, crying every day or like allergies. Oh, in LA right now, yeah. the wildfire, everything is just, it's a shit storm. It works so. in seconds. Yeah. So that's the thing. These are FDA approved, by the way, they make your eyes wider and brighter in just one minute and they last eight hours. And so I always used eye drops before Lumify, mm-hmm. but I felt like I didn't... It wasn't like that much of a noticeable difference. Like they truly make your eyes brighter. I do have a little bit of dry eye because I sleep with my eyes open. Did you know that? Like slightly? Yeah. Oh. I sleep with my eyes slightly open because of my eye surgery when I was little. Oh, that's right. Okay. And so I can have a little bit of dry eye. So I'll put in a saline eye drop first and then the Lumify and it helps me. Okay. Um, That that help. That's because we were talking
0: about this earlier. I have really dry eyes because I wear contacts and sometimes... With eye drops that are made for red eyes, they can dry out your yeah. eyes, yep. but that's a good
1: combo. And then I also wanted to offer like an actual oh, yes. beauty type thing. Uh-huh. So I'm wearing, I spritz the stuff on my face when I know I'm not going to wear makeup. And sometimes I'll spritz it over my makeup, but it's called Infinity Sun Glow on the Go. It's my favorite self-tanning mist ever. It's in this very... Ever? Yeah, very large tall, white misting bottle. And the flow of the mist is perfect. It's super fine. So you're not like drenching your entire face with this mist. I feel like a lot of people have attempted to do something similar with, you Mm -hmm. know, their self-tanning mist, but it's just too much product. It's like it's not meant for the face. This stuff has been my favorite since I found it in 2010. Um, It has a green undertone, so it always makes you look more olive instead of orange. And yeah, like I said, I have it on my skin right now mostly to help conceal my melasma, Mm -hmm. but also I'll spray it over my actual makeup to give myself a glow. So if you're looking for a way to glow in the winter months as we approach them, but you don't want to worry about like maybe putting it all over your body or putting a serum into a moisturizer or whatever. This mister is like my absolute favorite thing. So infinity sun glow on the go.
0: Great. Kirby, do you ever go ham while shopping for beauty products online and then you realize you went over
1: your spending budget by a lot? Yes, and then Patrick wants to murder me because (laughs) I already have too many products already, but I still want what I want. You deserve
0: it. But did you know that with Afterpay, you can split your purchase into four equal payments and pay
1: over time? I did, and you'll pay your first installment the first time you purchase, and then the next installment will be due in two weeks. So you have a little bit of leeway there. And by the way, there's zero interest and fees.
0: I don't know how that works. And it honestly sounds like it's too good to be true, but
1: we are here to tell you that it isn't. So Afterpay is available at over 6,500 global retailers, including Ulta, Revolve, Tarte, Morphe, and hundreds of other beauty retailers, which is great, especially because the holidays are coming up. Woohoo!
0: So Thanksgiving is coming up, kicking off the holiday season, and you know, Kirby and I, we have so much to be grateful for, um, but it's also during this time of year that we are thinking about ways that we can help those in need. So on this episode, we want to talk about Ways that we can donate beauty products that we've maybe tried once or used a couple times but didn't end up falling in love with. So instead of just wasting perfectly good product, why not donate it to someone who could actually use it?
1: Yes, and by we, we mean everybody listening. This is for you guys, obviously. And we do get questions a lot. Like, I tried this product. I didn't really like it. What can I do? So before we get into donation stuff real quick, I just wanted to say that a lot of uh, retailers have the policy where if you buy a beauty product even if it's opened, you can return it. Um I'm pretty sure Sephora has that policy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Ulta does. Probably. But, but you can go to Sephora if you try a product, maybe it broke you out, it's not the right shade, whatever. They they will take, it back, take it back as long as you explain like what happened. Like they want to know like, oh, "Okay, just wasn't the right shade" or like it gave you, like, contact dermatitis or something, like, they want to know. Right. So, that being said, um, if you have decided, eh, I just... I think
0: we all, you know, have those products that maybe we are, like, maybe hopeful that we'll use again, but then we end up not using it, or we find something else that we like better, and then it's just, like, sitting in our vanity, and it's, you know three-fourths full, like what do we do with it?
1: Yeah, and, you know, if you're in the beauty industry and you have access to products or maybe it's your job to try things, it can be hard to get through an entire product sometimes. I try to stay, you know, with a strict regimen, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of impossible given all the stuff we have to sub in a totally. couple of days. Yeah. So there are a few things that you need to toss no matter what. Things Sadly, that, yeah, you, sh- you, you should not share. Should not donate.
0: <laughs> Unless, like you can maybe like with your really close friends if you feel that close with them. Yep. But
1: for the most part, what can we not... What should we toss, Kirby? You absolutely need to toss mascaras, which is obvious. Creams or lotions that come in a bottle that require you to like dip your hand in them. So yeah. like the jars and stuff. Right. Sorry. Yeah. And then anything that's been more than 50% used. Guys, please don't try to donate something you like actually ha- went halfway through. Right. It's so gross and so wrong. Yeah. You're not um, really helping anyone out there. What I was going to say though is that for mascara, if you end up not liking it, you can take the wand and clean it and then send it to this wildlife organization that uses it to help clean little like baby animals and stuff. Oh, that that's like so cute. Is little, oh, with the spoolie? Yeah, with the little spoolie oh, eyes. So that's they, so cute. So they need to help and then they wash them with Wait, stuff. where is that? Wands for Wildlife. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, so the organization is called, oh, oh my God. Is there a duck or something? There's a little baby possum on the website being cleaned with the little spoolie. Okay, so it's called Appalachian Wildlife Refuge. And it says, donate today to give them a second chance at life in the wild, which is awesome. And yeah, you can send your, like there's a recycle form, wand razor, poster. Like it's so cute. But yeah, all of these animals are being benefited by your... Um, it says old ma- mascara r- wands are used to remove fly eggs and larvae from the fur and feather of wild animals. And they work great because the bristles are close together. Gather old mascara wands and donations to help the wild ones by hosting a Wands for Wildlife wand raiser. Oh, that's really cute. So yeah. um If that's you great. have mascara that you're like, I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. go ahead and send the the wands to wands for yeah. wildlife, super cute. But well, yeah,
0: that brings us to our next item that we want to talk about, which is like what you can recycle. Yes. Which this actually this episode was very inspired by one of our loyal listeners, Sissy, who works <laughs> at Entire World. Yep. My favorite sweat. You're soon to be your favorite. I can't wait to sweat, try them. Sweatsuit so brand. Excited. Um, but she was asking like how you can recycle old beauty products. So that's like a whole nother episode that I think we should have. But for the most part, first of all, you need to check the packaging to see like what can be recycled and what cannot there unfortunately are a lot of beauty products that just the packaging and in like the tubes like you just can't recycle them yeah which is obviously a whole nother conversation about sustainability and beauty totally but if the product can be recycled there is an organization called TerraCycle where you can purchase this box From them, they'll send it to you and then you will fill it up with all of your recyclable beauty products. And then they give you a prepaid shipping label and then you send it back to them. So it's like for your hashtag empties. But you know, if there's glass jars, let's just say this Naturopathica mask or whatever, like there's also lots of other ways you can, you know, reuse your bottles, Totally, right? yes. Makes nice little succulent holders,
1: <laughs> travel. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely be better at it. I'm, Same. I'm not good at it. I know. We all need to be better about reusing stuff, but I'm hoping that brands in 2020 and onward will start considering using ocean waste plastic for their tubes and jars and stuff like that that's just doing your part to help the environment. Also just being like more cognizant about packaging in general. I know that the brand Kinship, which just launched last week, like they use like 100% ocean waste plastic for most of their stuff. They're working on total 100%, but being able to accomplish that before they even launched is kind of amazing. So, right. Yeah. That's the thing too, that you mentioned. It's like, some products, like you think you can recycle them and then you read and you're like, oh shit, Yeah.
0: You can't. Well, so like you were saying, like mascara ones, I don't think that those are easy to like recycle, like mm. actually break down, but at least you can donate it to this wonderful organization yeah. and help these little animals. Little babies. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then we want to talk about what you can donate. Okay.
1: So anything that is gently used, you can typically donate, but you want to make sure you have like, you have to sanitize everything. So you can donate hairbrushes, makeup brushes, lipsticks, eyeliners, lip liners, and brow liners. They can all be sanitized. Clean your brushes thoroughly in warm water mixed with dishwashing detergent like Dawn or, you know, whatever. Um, and then you want to run a Q-tip dipped in alcohol over your lipstick or chop off the first layer of the bullet just to make sure that it's completely clean of your germs, and then sharpen any pencils that, that you have. Sense. So, do you clean your brushes regularly? Your hair brushes? Sorry,
0: no. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. Even but think that would twice just be so you it. would so you would just like fill your sink with like soapy water and then like dip it in. It. Like, what do you do?
1: I don't know. How do you sanitize <laughs> an effing hairbrush? I just like I pick would, the hair out. Yeah, and, and then, then maybe you spritz alcohol. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. That sounds right to me. I would yeah. just take like isopropyl alcohol and spritz it on right. there, which I have in abundance because I remove my own hair extensions. Do you? Yeah. By yourself? Yeah, I have to do it tomorrow. You do a little spritz. I mix it with a little bit of hair oil and then the isopropyl alcohol and spritz oh it gosh. at the root and then pull it right out.
0: When I had my tapins, I should have called you. I had Matt take them out for me. <laughs> Probably, I would love if Patrick would take out my hair That's It's probably why I had so many baby hairs sprouting out. Because I lost a lot of hairs. Oh, RIP. Sad. It's fine. But that's impressive. Thank you. Um, but I feel like everyone in general should have alcohol in their uh, household just to be able to like clean like the gadgets that you're using on mm-hmm. your face you guys I mean every everything I mean
1: literally to clean everything yeah. I I just have it in this like random donations space or ball. not be, please sanitize everything yes yeah, sanitize <laughs> them all yeah cool. okay so where should we be donating this is the thing yes. if you google this you will find a lot of articles that talk about where to donate but sadly they all say the same thing there's right. really not been any um, you know new developments in this area and I personally have a passion especially in LA where maybe this is something that could be bigger but like I was talking to people that are like influencers and makeup artists about the overabundance of products that we receive and I was like how great would it be if like there was a brand a beauty brand that once a month like sent a van around to different drop off points to pick up like, all you had to do was, like, maybe show up with your box of stuff to yeah. drop it off once a month. For unused or just gently used? G- maybe whatever. gently used uh-huh. and unused. Yeah. And then... They could take them to like the women's shelter right. or like whatever places. Mm-hmm. We're, like I, I take my stuff to the trans wellness center. If you live in LA, please donate your stuff there. They yeah. are always accepting and very very lovely. Yeah. So I've, I
0: have brought my stuff regularly when, it, especially when you live downtown, to the downtown women's shelter. Yeah. And they I mean, always they're are great. accepting stuff.
1: Yep. And so I, I don't know. I'm like, there has to be a like a way to make it easier for people to do this, like because yeah. sadly people won't do it unless they make it easy. But
0: all of that is to say, especially when it comes to like local shelters, you should always like do research and call because more likely than not, they want your stuff.
1: Yeah, but definitely call because they might be like, we're not accepting this right now or no, like, unfortunately, we're not taking anything like this. Mm -hmm. It'll save you a trip and also it will keep them from like acquiring things that they don't necessarily need.
0: Right. Right. And if you cannot find anywhere to donate um, locally, there are like a, a bunch of organizations nationally that um, want your gently used makeup products. Yes. So, first one is called Project Beauty Share. So this organization collects personal hygiene, cosmetics, and beauty products and distributes them through nonprofit organizations that serve women and families overcoming abuse, addiction, homelessness, and poverty. They accept lightly used products, but only from the following categories. So powder eyeshadows, powder brush, bronzers, highlighters, eye and lip liners, um, or eye and lip yeah, lip liner pencils, only the kind that you can sharpen for sanitation re- reasons, liquid foundations and airless pump containers, squeeze tube foundations, mm-hmm. and then anything else must be new. Yeah, and then for skincare and hair products, anything that comes in a tub or jar must be new, but use products that come in pumps, tubes, and bottles are welcome. Awesome. That makes sense, right? Yep. Um, so this is in um, Washington. We'll put create a little graphic with the addresses so that you guys will have them. But yeah, this one you can just yeah
1: ship donations. Awesome. So then there's Beauty Bus and the Beauty Bus Foundation provides in-home beauty treatments to men, women, and children whose terminal illness prevents them from accessing a salon or spa, which is so awesome. So they use your donated unused and new beauty products in their beauty bags and they're given to patients around the US and they accept blush, mascara, nail polish hair dryers and straighteners and more you can find out more on the beauty bus foundation website but these have to be new products right like they they're not going to put like a gently used product in these bags i think so okay great that's i mean i would hope not but yes you can ship the donations um as well to the beauty bus foundation um and they are based in santa monica california amazing we should like Check work with them, them out and yeah. work with them. Yeah. The next
0: one is called Share Your Beauty. And so Share Your Beauty's mission is to put a bit of sparkle and dignity back into the lives of women and teens in crisis. So they accept new, unopened, and unexpired cosmetics, hair and skincare products, nail polish, perfume samples, and personal care items. I feel like this organization also only accepts new ones, but obviously like new and unopened and un- unused is the best. But I feel like with gently used like just follow up with each of these organizations yeah um but this one is in hudson new york and share your booty popped up in like several articles so i think that this one is i mean the rest of them are also very legit but this one is a popular one too
1: All right. And then there's Dress for Success. Um, A lot of you are familiar with Dress for Success. And according to its donation guidelines, they need unopened cosmetics and toiletries with an expiration date at least six months in the future, plus new hygiene and grooming products. And they're also looking for packaged and unopened fragrances. So Dress for Success is an organization that helps Women get on their feet when they're looking for a job. It gives them interview skills. They are they have clothes in which that women can go and get dressed um, and outfitted for interviews or for their first week of work. It's a really amazing organization. Um, it, it helps to empower women and get them out of situations from domestic abuse, from homelessness. There are a variety of things that they are helping women with, and it's a really great organization. That if you haven't heard of it, you should look into. That's why they do need new packaged unopened products and that's why fragrances are also something that I think is so great like When you smell good, you feel better about you know, walking into an interview or going into work. So just like boosts your mood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Sarah and I were talking about this. Like you would think that there would be more ways to donate almost. We were surprised to see On like a national level. Yeah, that there were like only really four that people are actively talking and writing about. If you guys know of any more, please DM us and let us know. Yeah. But again, your local women's shelter and like local trans wellness center, local LGBTQ center is Mm -hmm. probably, you know, willing to accept those donations. You just actually have to do the work. Like that's part of this too. You have to call Mm -hmm. and see if they're accepting donations and what they're accepting. I think if people were less lazy, there would be a lot more giving in the world. But like sometimes people just don't even want to make the phone call. But if it could help another person just... Think about it especially during the holiday season yeah make it a priority of yours to figure out how to donate your your items or even volunteer with any of these organizations if they're uh, accepting any it would be a great way to give back to absolutely
0: consider donating especially during this time of year guys
1: okay guys so big news we have two episodes this week and we're so excited. We hope you guys enjoy having two episodes a week because we might just implement it and make it happen. Yeah. So we have our episode today, and then we'll have an episode coming out on Friday. Yeah. And so stay you're going to absolutely love who the guest is. We're not going to reveal right now, but I think you guys are going to be so excited for this episode. As always, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and our Facebook group. And let us know if you have any ideas for any upcoming episodes. We would love to hear from you.